0: Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,489. Aim high and your thinking will adjust. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and a welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and so excited to bring to you today a very special guest who's just uh just down the road from me. We're almost neighbors, Brian Nielsen. He's calling in from Bremerton, Washington. Brian Nielsen has been deeply involved in motorsports industry for over 40 years. For the last 20 years, he's helped build a full service multi-line power sports dealership in Bremerton, Washington, titled Brothers Power Sports. He is the co-owner. He also operates a motorsports park, Moto West, and serves as a partner of PacWest MX, a multi-state motocross series promoters group. Today, he is fulfilling a lifelong dream, and he's going to bring a state-of-the-art racetrack and multi-use facility to the Pacific Northwest. He's calling it the Circuit of the Northwest. I am so excited because it's right up the road from my house. This venue will be supported both two-wheel and four-wheel motorsports activities. Brian has teamed up with some of the best-in-class designers, engineers, and experienced operators for this new track facility. Again, it's located east of Bremerton, Washington, just a short ferry ride from Seattle, and a very short drive from Tacoma and Gig Harbor, where I live on Fired Up. We're going to be back in a minute to talk to Brian, but first, let's say thank you to a couple sponsors that make Cars yeah! possible. We'll be right back. Hey, Cars yeah? I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft Seat Covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft Seat Covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, A Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you a Cars Yeah subscriber? If you're not, go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send you my free filler-up book. It's a very cool book I created of fuel filler fun, some very cool imagery, and great quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get my weekly email follow-up and my weekly blog. Just go to com, click on the free book button, and I'll send it to you right away. Thanks for subscribing. Hey, Brian, welcome to CarsYout yeah on a little bit of a rainy Pacific Northwest day. That's what we get here. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride?
1: Oh, I'm ready, Mark. Yeah, yeah. thank you. And it's an honor to be on your program.
0: Well, thank you. I'm so excited. I've heard about this project for so long, um, and we're going to get in depth with what you're doing up there. But first, could you tell our listeners maybe just a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your history?
1: Right. Yeah, I'm Brian Nilsson and I've been in motorsports basically my whole life. My family started Brothers Power Sports in Paulsbow, Washington, as a Honda dealer in the mid-60s. And, uh, you know, from there, I, I just had an affinity for motorcycles. Of course, that's how it all got started. And then... um, I I moved to North Carolina and and kind of got my motorsports pedigree uh working for a NASCAR team. Um but yeah, I have my I have my uh I guess feet in a lot of different things right now with uh you know, different race series and and uh the dealership of course and um you know, bringing state of the art motorsports complex multi-use to the Pacific Northwest region. So it's a little bit about me.
0: You know, when uh Brian called in, I said How on earth are you doing all this, my friend? I mean, as if he wasn't already juggling a whole bunch of balls. Oh, I think I'll just build a little racetrack. Um, It absolutely blows me away. And I can't wait to learn more about how this all came together and what you're doing. But before I jump into my first question, could you tell our listeners maybe one little thing that most people don't know about Brian Nilsson?
1: Well, yeah, you know, uh, motorsports in the Northwest, um, I feel is underserved. A lot of people don't they don't really know about nascar and so most people that i run into didn't realize i worked on a nascar team for three years they're like well what's what's that all about so um that's always an interesting conversation because you have to explain you know what a pit crew is and what they do it might be a noun and a verb back east but out here it's it's a new space yeah so yeah i worked for three seasons for chad little and i was the rear tire carrier on pit stops I also made uh, the chassis adjustments when the car came in, so.
0: Yeah, pretty fun for sure. I mean, uh, that's kind of like war being in the pits of NASCAR. Uh, Long periods of boredom followed by massive moments of excitement and fear, and and then all of a sudden it's over and you're like, oh, I'm still alive. We made it. The car's still on the track, so ah, can't even imagine. Well, listen, as we continue on this journey, we're going to call your life today. I want to ask you for a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has value to you it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking since we're talking about racing here today on cars yeah so brian grab the wheel
1: yeah you know i love quotes mark and um i have a lot of them i i write them on my action board for the dealership and um, i wrote a couple down and i I think my favorite is aim high and your thinking will adjust Hmm. and uh, you know i think that one is i always refer to that one because if you want Similar results do the same thing, but once you channel your thinking to a higher cause, you know I have a mentor, and he always says you you're, you're, you got to think bigger, think bigger. And it's funny what happens in your brain chemistry—you you start having you know different ideas and different collaborations, and uh, so that's that's my favorite quote: is "aim high, and your thinking will adjust."
0: You know, I love it. It reminds me of the great book "Think and Grow Rich" uh, by Napoleon Hill, and and pretty much that's the way, but yeah you know if you set your brain on a course to think a certain way and, and lots of times we fall into this trap many people of negativity, and you see it especially you know I see it on social media because I play in that venue, and people that are constantly posting, Oh, woe' is me, this happened to me, bubba, blah, blah, and you're just like well, don't even why are you even posting that i mean you're just i guess it's there wants some sympathy, but why not just post the good things that are going on because that's what you should be focusing on, not this Negativity. So I love that, and especially in a business, yeah. Think bigger, think bigger.
1: I'll share another quote with you that follows along there. Winners focus on winning. Losers focus on winners. <laughs> so, so you got to take that criticism as a compliment. And I think yeah. when you're when you're in that creativity space, and you know you're pushing the limits of of um, possible, you're dragging a team with you, and you know you're going to ruffle feathers. And, yeah. and I think that's a compliment. So I've, I've tried to understand that as, as I mature and get a little older, you know, I don't, you know, that stuff is a compliment that I look at now, you know, when you run a dealership and you deal with the, the customers and, you know, you operate a motorsports facility and you have 24 public tenants and 14 private tenants and they're, you're going to have problems. Right. Right. It's going to happen. So it's going to happen. Focus on winning. That's what that's what I like to do. <laughs>
0: Focus on winning. I had a, a lady that worked with me years ago, and she was always, quote unquote, trying to catch a cold. It seemed like every week she'd come in, I'm trying to catch a cold, and she'd wipe her nose. And one day I said, why do you keep trying to catch a cold? And she looked at me, and goes, what? And I said, why are you trying to catch a cold? Why don't you start saying, I'm fighting a cold?
1: Yeah. So you can't
0: catch it, or I'm ducking and dodging a cold, so I don't get it. And I'll tell you what, she was a little angry with me at first, but about a week later, she said, you know what, you changed my mindset. I'm going to start thinking a different way. And I kid you not, she stopped getting sick. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the power of the mind. It's incredible. Yeah. And we hear that with people who have illnesses. Uh, My good friend, Keith Martin, Sports Car Market, uh, we just... uh, launched a new web, uh, podcast rather, called Sell Hold, and he had a horrible stroke uh, last year. And his whole left side of his body was paralyzed. And he was saying that his uh, PT coach, when he goes in for PT, because he's now walking again and he's starting to get rid of the cane, she said, wow, I mean, I've just never seen anybody in your age bracket fight so hard. And he said, well, I got a lot to live for. I can't mess around. I've got to be able to push a clutch into my old alpha and go for a drive. That's positive mindset, and it's carried him forward in a nice way. Well, let's talk about Circuit of the Northwest, and I want you all to talk about Brothers Power Sports as well. But let's start with this new racetrack. Why on earth? How are you doing this? When is it opening? Oh, my gosh. Here, I'll throw a couple other balls for you to juggle in your life here.
1: Yeah, bring bring it on, Mark. Yeah, so how this all started is, is I was on a board called Bremerton Motorsports Park, and I got named to that board about nine years ago. And it was known at the time that the port was going to be developing about 119 acres of asphalt. They were going to rezone it to aviation business. So we knew then that we were going to be looking for a new home. And uh, the board I was on has since dissolved. Um, there was a couple of us that moved forward with this task. And it was a monumental task. And we kept it under wraps for years. Um, we went through the land use process with the city of Bremerton. Uh, we went through, uh, we secured a 50 year land lease with the port of Bremerton. So we kept this on the down low for, for a long time because these things take a long time to come to fruition. And so fast forward today, I've spent about the last five years day pretty much every day working on this project. And that, that is Aligning with the right team, um, getting educated on what works in our market, market studies, just basically what will work here with the idea that I'm going to be moving our current operations across Highway 3 as much as possible. So, as I mentioned before, we have 24 public partners, so we train Kitsap Transit. Uh, we do bus driver certification with them uh, Fire uh, departments use us for their certification for their drivers. We do West Sound EVOC. So numerous police agencies in our region use that facility for for their EVOC training. And uh, not to mention the Porsche clubs and, you know, the SCCA. Um, we do motocross. We do off-road motorcycle racing. And we also do events. We do fundraisers. We do this thing called Drafts and Drums on the Drag. Uh, we do uh, an event we just had called Redneck Supercross. Don't don't even ask me about that. Cause oh, okay. It's, <laughs> it's self-describing. It's the, most, it's the most fun, you know, party we have all year, but we always try to benefit, you know, a charity or whatnot. So we've worked with the PTSD Foundation out of Gig Harbor, for example. And so we want to learn how to do events. We want to you know the motorsports thing but we want to be multi-purpose so so I look at our current facility as practice we're in the bush series or what used to be the bush series and we're going to Winston Cup right so we want to we want to learn and transfer the that skill set and bring the right partners across highway 3 when we go big time and uh, so that's how it got started and then along the way I've aligned myself with um an owner's rep uh, the Joel Cohen group, um, he's out of Florida, um, from Indianapolis, and he's got a lot of motorsports pedigree. Him and his team have worked on, uh, 19 projects all over the globe. So they've, he gives me a lot of confidence and a lot of leadership personally and professionally. So really proud to be aligned with that group, as well as some other groups that were about ready to make formal announcement. We're in, we're in talks with AAT. And so we're, we're going to have a working relationship with them. Partnering with the right people to me is everything. You can have a road course and I can say, Hey, it's a Tilka design. You're going to get 150 track days. It's going to have formulated asphalt. It's going to have proper curbing. It's going to have FIA homologation. All that stuff is awesome, right? But to me, it's about people and relationships and how we're going to use that facility for the betterment of motorsports. How are we going to close the skills gap? Let's use this facility so students are involved in secondary and post-secondary education. That me, that moves the needle for me. If we can be the stewards of motorsports and put it in a better place, then I'm in. And I've along the way, I've attracted the right partnerships moving forward.
0: It's fantastic. I know Joe Cohen. I've talked to him many times. So you've partnered with a guy who knows what he's doing there. When I first moved up here to Gig Harbor 25 years ago, the first place I went to go consider vintage racing was Bremerton Raceway. The Sovereign group up here was running, and I met some guys, and they said, you should start racing. And I went up there. My son, who's 26 now, was two years old. I remember I had a GT350 Shelby Mustang. I have a great picture of him sitting on the the nose of that car, and we were sitting there watching the cars run over the fence. And I ended up buying a, a Lotus 18 Formula Junior that I raced for many years. Um, but that was the beginning, but that was just like an old runway with some tilt up buildings. And, um, of course, raced out at Pacific Raceway many, many times as well. But what you're doing is, I, I mean, the level of upping you're doing with what I'm seeing on your website. And I'll put links to your website on, uh, his show notes page here for you listeners to find circuit of the Northwest. You can Google it and find it, uh, is really commendable. And yeah, you can't do this without surrounding yourself with the best people and i'm so thrilled because you're going to be like right up the road from too. yeah it's really cool tell our listeners a little bit about uh brothers power sports too this business that you have in bremerton
1: yeah brothers power sports we've been in our current location since 1990 and we're a multi-line dealership full service we we carry honda yamaha can am indian we do do watercraft we do honda and yamaha power equipment And so I've been here almost 20 years now. I own the business with my uncle, and we're a a nephew uncle duo. And well, we we just work real well together. And in the power sports industry, you only cater to three to four percent of the population. And so we try to do events. We try to have a lot of fun. If you love people and you love motorcycles and you love to have fun, then. That's the people that work here, and so um, we have the same mission with our business at the Brothers Power Sports, and that is for the betterment of power sports. And so that's what I'm all about. And then you start attracting the right customers. The right, you know, we do race series, which we can, you know, talk about that too. So everything that I do is is kind of intertwined, but it all makes sense, right? Oh,
0: it's incredible what you're up to. Let me ask you this: when it comes to the new circuit of the Northwest, what has you? The most excited about this venue,
1: yeah, definitely the the founders that have signed up. You know, our goal with our with our founders raise is to find three hundred like minded enthusiasts. And so, to me, everything's about relationships and people. And I and and I'm so excited that the people that we we have a, s- a small group. We're going to grow it to three hundred, but they're just great people. And that that to me is the m- most exciting thing because you know, you can only spend so long in your car, right? You know, and you're going to be out socializing and you're going to be, you know, talking about other things. And so you want that member group, that founder group to be cohesive and you want them to be like-minded, not, not just, not just for the love of motorsports, but just for the love of, of, of camaraderie and, and other people. And, and, you know, I think like attracts like, and that's what I'm most excited about is, you know, what will be possible with this, with this group. It's going to yeah. be
0: amazing. I think it will be. And the multi-use of the facility, you think about racetracks, if they're just isolated to some racing venues, they sit empty all this time. It's the same with big sports arenas. They have to find other ways to utilize that ground because just sitting there is not bringing any income in, and it still has to be maintained. There still has to be people there policing it, protecting it, and so forth. So I think it's fantastic. We're going to take a short break and thank our sponsors, and then we'll be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SCM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYEAH and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. All right, Brian, we're back. Now, I want to ask you this question. I asked all my guests about a big challenge or a big failure. For five years, you've worked on this. A lot of people go, how can you work on something for five years that still isn't come to fruition? I have knowledge, of course, as I've talked with Joel before, talked with you. There's some big challenges that you faced with this, and especially when it comes to government interaction and cities and all these entities. And I, I realize why you got to keep it kind of quiet for a while. Because then you got people outside that go. I don't want a racetrack in my bike backyard, or whatever reason they don't like you. Pick a pick a reason these days, right? right? So, so walk us through a massive challenge you faced, but more importantly, the fact that you came out of it was great, and you can share that. But what was the lesson learned?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a great question. You know, and there there's two things that come to mind. You know, in 2008 was probably the biggest challenge personally and professionally with with the recession and, and how we made it through that, you know, what, what I learned and, you know, you always kind of take the positives as you move along. But what I learned from that was that the business that I'm in, which is power sports, which is a relational business. Uh, we sell fun, you know, and, and everyone's discretionary income obviously shrunk in October of 2008. And so we had to take a look in the mirror and, really think about who we we understood that it's the enthusiast that gets you through these things and we really haven't changed our philosophy the last 12 years it's all about the enthusiast so we we try to do more events we try to do you know have more fun Do rallies, do rides. We also have the Indian brand. I don't think I mentioned that. They signed we signed on with them in in April of 2019. That's an
0: iconic name. Very cool. Yeah, it's
1: it's so fun because they're they're a lifestyle brand. And, you know, every product we sell is a lifestyle, you know. And so the biggest challenge was is is, you know, when your revenue gets cut in half, essentially, you can't your costs don't get cut in half. How are you going to, what's that foundation you're going to move forward with? And what we found out real quickly, it's not more cable advertising. It's not, you know, running ads in the newspaper or slashing prices and say, hey, you know, come get this hot deal today. It's not about that. It's about the experience and and having the people every day that are on the same mission and love, love the industry. Then that attracts the right enthusiasts in, into our doors. And for that, I'm forever thankful. For those enthusiasts and the passion of power sports you know to, to get you through those times you know and the other thing you touched on is how can you stick with something f- for years and, years and years and years and years and you know it's an army crawl you know i don't know how else to describe it now there's know? a
0: good way to put it yeah you're the first guy you saw i like i like that an <laughs> army crawl yeah it takes time crawl. but you, you got to keep going up that mountain take yeah, that mountain and- yeah
1: you know, and I'm the I'm the type I don't quit very easily. And you know what motivates me on a daily basis is this is a lot bigger than than Brian Nielsen. It's a lot bigger than one use. Or if it was all about me, I'd I'd you know obviously quit a long time ago. But I feel like I'm fighting for you know motorsports, and I'm fighting for the users to offer a facility not only to move my current users. You know, so like I mentioned, I have 24 public we're gonna go when that gets shut down. I'm fighting for them as well. And I think that gives me fuel because I want to look at them and say, hey, we 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 have a, a solution. We have a home for you. You know, and so that's that's um a fight that I've chosen and and we we are we have gone through a public process, which we're lucky enough to get, you know, over a half a million dollars, you know, from from the public and also with the port, you know, they're a quasi-government entity and we have a fifty year land lease and we have uh, the city's been great to work with. so we have made great strides and you know we're in this area now where we're now we're partnering with the right people to attract the right founders yeah. and this will be their home and that's yeah. what they're so excited about you know so we have we're gonna have car storage options, we're gonna have these things called autominiums. I don't know if you've heard of that, but oh, there's gonna I be-
0: have yes yeah, uh-huh. okay,
1: great so there's gonna be places where, you know, I want them to be so excited, you know, 28,000 square foot clubhouse with a spa, with uh, amenities, you know, simulators, things where you come and it's like, wow, this is home. I feel like this is my place. You know, you have golf courses all over the place and, you know, you have golf enthusiasts. Well, what about the motorsports enthusiasts? We need a home, right? So we we want to give that, we want to be that place where where they go to. And rub elbows with like-minded enthusiasts. Um, we have a big patio. We have a lounge. We have locker rooms. We have we have it done right. And, and I and I guess I've researched this. Been around the world. Um, in Germany, when uh, Tilka had me uh, at a track, a private track called Bilsterberg, and um, you know, just being on that property is so motivating. You know, seeing how they do things and how meticulous they are and how the facility is just. I think it's like the Augusta National of motorsports. It's just very, very well done, very sanitary. And I, I take those experiences and you know implement the best ideas into into this project. And I think that's what we're sitting with here
0: today. Yeah, it's fantastic. Bravo. I mean, wow. What an endeavor. Well, let's go back in time a little bit. I'd love for you to share a story uh, that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were indeed a motorsports car guy
1: yeah, uh, you know a motorsports car guy i I think uh you know when I was at washington state university i I went to uh chad little's brothers were my roommates, and so oh really wow, yeah, yeah, so that they they conned me into going back east and being on his pit crew, which was <laughs> a, a life it was a life changing experience I think that's when I became a car guy is when we spent long nights at the shop, and at that time he had just lost his ride with Cale Yarborough and he was starting his own team. There was literally five people on the team. And so we got to roll our sleeves up and work on the engines, work on the chassis, work on bodywork, the decals, you name it. We we just pitched in and and did it. And it was just those times that that I'll forever cherish because my crew, they're like family to this day. And uh, so I, I just, again, it's about the people and the relationship and less about the actual automobile. That's probably when I knew that, hey, yeah, I, I like this car thing, too. You know, yeah, I grew up wow. on two wheels and, you know, raced the minis and, you know, got to the point. So I, I've i been in the racing and on the two wheel side. But, you know, once I moved back east, it was uh, unbelievable, like how, how popular it is back there. And I I'd like to bring some of that culture to the western region.
0: Yeah, lifestyle for sure. Yeah. Tell me what was the first really special car in your life, or vehicle in this case. I know you love bikes. I rode motorcycles as a kid, did a lot of stuff down in Baja, did a lot of like motocross-type riding and so forth, and then kind of abandoned bikes. But I got back into them for a while and bought myself a Ducati Monster and an MV Agusta right. F4. Um, yeah. yeah, just what I didn't need to be on up here in the Pacific Northwest <laughs> in the wet, but they were fun. But uh, what was the really first vehicle in your life, and maybe share a memory you have about that ride? Yeah,
1: definitely. Um the Honda mr fifty, you know, that's that's the you know, I had one of those and rode with my dad. My dad was a state trials champion in the seventies and Oh uh, really The trials?
0: Oh that's trials,
1: cool. Yeah. yeah, so I rode with him and you know, those are just fond memories. And uh a couple of years ago my son and I restored uh a Boltaco Sherpa same oh. year that my, da- my oh, dad my cool. dad rode it yeah, was so cool. You, that's the picture
0: Christmas. you sent me, right? Exactly. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll put that picture on Brian's show notes page. You got to check it out. It, it's great. The whole family's there. Yeah, uh, bull tacos. Now there's a a name that goes back into my history as a kid from the 70s.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, it was a T, 1974, and yeah, it was a great project for my son and I. We had a great time. Of course, I had a lot of help from the from the dealership and the the, the shop here. Um, So, but yeah, we gave it to him a couple years ago, and it was you know got him a T-shirt, and it was just pretty emotional, you know, because that's no kidding. You hold those, you know, hold those times dear, and you know me on my MR50 and and him on his Boltaco. That was yeah. It doesn't get any doesn't get any better than that.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. Well, here's a bit of an introspective question for you, Brian. If I crawled into your head and said, you know what, tomorrow you're going to wake up manifested as a vehicle. What would what would Brian be and why? Oh man, you know, right now
1: I'm a I'm a definitely a bulldozer, you know. So
0: (laughs) yeah, no kidding. I'll
1: just I'll just call it a John Deere 450J. Uh, We we use this we use it for a motocross track, and so I feel like that's what I've been the last (laughs) six eight years.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're the first one of those, so that makes you rather unique. You know, I I I get some pretty interesting uh, answers to that question, and some of them. I kind of scratch my hand and go, well, not what you want to be. It's what you are. But I think you found exactly what you are right now with what you're doing. All right. We're entering the last lap. You've been here many times. The white flag's out. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that bulldozer. Can you blip a bulldozer throttle? I guess you can. Yeah. sure. So here we go. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years?
1: Yeah, I just don't quit. You know, when I commit to something, I see it through and uh, I just don't quit.
0: Tenacity, persistence. That is a very common thing among the thousand plus entrepreneurs I've had on this show. Yeah, you just can't give up. There's a lot that's going to get in your way. Just expect it and work your way around it or jump in a bulldozer and go right straight through it. (laughs) Right. If I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry living or deceased, who would it be?
1: Roger Penske. yeah, uh, I just have so much respect for that man in you know business perspective and the personal, and and I think he's breathes a lot of life into motorsports, and I just so admire, you know what he's what he's accomplished, yeah, and yeah. what he's doing presently. Of course, Steve yeah, McQueen. he bought a little,
0: he bought a little <laughs> racetrack, I heard uh, something right, over yeah. in Indy, yeah, something like that, uh, you know. And, and Steve McQueen, here's another one that's really unique. I had Steve's uh, son, Chad, on my show a couple times, and I got to meet him last year at the Steve McQueen, Friends of Steve McQueen Car Show uh in Chino Hills, which is part of the Boys' Republic, where they have a great school that his dad attended when his dad was a mischievous young man and had a choice. Well, he got a choice in front of a judge, go to jail or go to the Boys' Republic. And, and Steve McQueen was like 14 years old. And he said, well, what's the Boys' Republic? And he said, well, it's a camp out in the country. And he said, well, I'll take the camp, <laughs> you know? And, but the rest is history. He's, uh, he put a, a trust fund together, uh, where they supply money and they donated over a million dollars last year to the Boys Republic, uh, through their car show. It's fascinating. But Roger Penske, you know, I just had a talk this morning with Bill Warner, who puts on the beautiful Amelia Island Concourse in his 25th year. Roger's going to be their guest of honor, uh, March 5th through the 8th at the Amelia Island Concourse. Penske, I mean, you just look at somebody like he's bigger than life, bigger than bigger yeah. than life. I, I, how does right. he do what he's done? It's incredible. But I think the secret there is what you have already shared. Surround yourself with really great people uh, and let them do their job. So, yeah, Penske, I'd love to get him on this show. He's kind of a shy guy. He doesn't like doing interviews. Um I don't know. Maybe I'll get him one of these. We'll see what we can do. Maybe I'll get him up here and you and I can have lunch with him. How's that? Uh, so?
1: Well, I'd check
0: that off the list. I would Wouldn't be, that be good? That'd be amazing. <laughs> okay. I'll see what I can do. How about the best automotive advice you've ever received?
1: Oh boy. Other than, let's see here, righty, tidy, lefty,
0: loosey. That's yeah. a pretty good. One. Yeah. My dad taught um, me that. I've used that. I still use that to this day.
1: <laughs> to finish first, you first must finish.
0: There you How's go. How's that one? Yeah. yeah that's a, that's good a good one. Good it's a good yeah. racer. I'm trying to remember who originally – do you remember who originally said that? I should know this because I've heard that before, but uh, I think the premise is is even more important than the person who shared it. Uh, speaking of great things, how about a resource? Is there a resource that is a go-to for you that you'd like to share?
1: Yeah, I could share our our, our domains, our websites. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be okay. Uh, yeah. Circuit, circuitofthenorthwest.com, brotherspowersports.com. And if you know any any motocross racers, packwestmx.com. Uh, those are some good websites to get some
0: good information. There you go. I'll make sure I put links to all those on Brian's show notes page. So if you go to the Cars yeah website, click Brian Nilson N-I-L-S-E-N, into the search bar, uh, those links will pop right up on his show notes page. Is there a book that you've read that you think uh, our listeners should crack open and read?
1: Yeah, I you know, The Influencer is probably the best book. It's it's for growth, you know. So to and it's a it's all about getting the right environment for growth and persuasion. And and it's and it's less about rah rah like hey let's get something done. It's more about cultivating your team and preparing them for growth. So the it's oh. called the influencer. It's it's a great great book.
0: The influencer. I'll remind our listeners is a great place on the Carriage yeah website called Guest Recommended Books. It's under the Resources tab. This book, The Influencer, and over 1,500 books by my inspiring automotive enthusiasts are all listed there, and I made it really easy with a one-click to buy to uh, that little company up north of here, Amazon, I think it's called, something like that? Yeah, that's right. I think they sell a few books once in a while, (laughs) so yeah, made it real easy for you. All right, we're up to the checkered flag here, Brian. Another place you've been on the track many times. I'm going to fire off, um, or actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you what kind of collector car I can buy for you today. But there's some rules to this game since I'm writing the check. You know, the sponsors always get to make the rules. One is you can't sell it to fund your racetrack. So if you pick a Ferrari GTO and, you know, put another 50 to 80 million bucks in your pocket, not going to let that happen. Because the other rule is you have to keep it and you have to drive it. But it's the only collector car you can have. You can only have one in your garage. So you need to choose very carefully. What can I buy you today, Brian?
1: You know, Mark, I would take a uh, Porsche 917. Oh, one of those little things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they run, but I'm sure you could write a check for it.
0: And- yeah, I'm sure I can. Uh, yeah. Th- so are we talking uh, like the the classic blue and orange colors, the gulf colors? Is that the one you're talking about?
1: Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. something about that car. Um Moves me, you know. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, it has. It, it, it that's before they figured out what downforce was, right? So, yeah. like the nineteen sixty nine version, it was a handful, you know. And I, yeah. I remember, I forget the driver's name, but I remember when he DNFed at Le Mans, he was happy. He's like, "Oh, thank <laughs> God, I didn't finish because I almost died about three times." That car is so cool looking. I, I had it. Vic
0: Elford on the show. He's driven every nine seventeen that Porsche ever built. And uh, he said some of the same things. He said you had to get into a whole nother zone. You go back on the Kar yeah website and type Vic Elford in there and listen to my talk with him. And he talks about going around the racetrack and that during the night, the Molsain Strait going down, there was a little cafe, I think it was off to the left. And he said, You know, when you're driving fast, if you look to the side, your eyes kind of catch an instant freeze frame. There was a woman in a red dress drinking coffee. And every time he'd go around, he'd see her, and then the last time he went around she was gone. And, you know, you're just listening to a guy who's going 240 plus miles an hour and he's noticing a woman in a red dress drinking coffee. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, Portion 917. Well, I'll tell you what. I know a guy named Bruce Canapa down there in uh, Scotts Valley, California. He can get his hands on one of those. In fact, he probably has one sitting in his shop right now. So I'll give Bruce a call. He'd be happy to take one of my checks. Uh, and uh, we'll see if we can get this car. Can we wait until your track's built, and then I'll bring it up, and we can both drive it on the track.
1: Right. Yeah, I'd I'd love that. It'd be great. All right.
0: All right. I'll get to work.
1: I had an oil barrel, oil drum, inspired from from that car in my bathroom. I got it custom-made. It's so cool. I'll send you a picture of it. (laughs)
0: Okay. Yeah. I was at uh, Retromobile in Paris years ago, and a guy had made a whole series of furniture around that. Uh, That golf livery and uh, couch and chairs and uh, swings and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, I would have loved to bring those home. My wife would have just gone, (laughs) You paid how much for what? That's very cool. Brian, you've taken me on a really fun ride. I'm so glad I had you on the show here. I know I've been wanting to get you on for a while, but you weren't in a position back then to really announce what's going on. There's a website now. You can go and check it out, circuitofthenorthwest.com. You can see what he's up to. Before I let you go, though, could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the track in that Gulf liveried Porsche 917?
1: Yeah, about me is I want to grow motorsports in our region. And, um, you know, someone that I really respect and admire basically said, how do you put more air into the balloon, you know, versus sucking air out of it? And I think when we look at motorsports, we have to figure out a way to grow it. And you're going to grow it by relationships and people and the right partnerships, and um, involving, you know, there's there's people that should be in motorsports. That might be a tech professional. They might be a dentist. They might be, they, you know, the common denominators are going to love automobiles. They're going to love cars. They're going to have a ton of passion around that. So how do you get those people into our space? You know, and I, I had a chance to to go to a couple of events in Scottsdale. And, you know, I'm a, I'd call me a new car guy, if you will. And my takeaway was there is a lot of unbelievable people in the motorsports space. You know, they, they love closing the gap on skilled labor, for example. I was down there with the Tech Force Foundation and they were giving oh, yeah. schol- scholarships away to kids. And, you know, you had people, you know, just they were auctioning items. And I thought it was so cool because that, to me, grows motorsports that motorsports, those relationships make those things happen. So that's, that's about me. There's a lot of of people with 500 plus horsepower cars that don't have proper instruction. All the manufacturers are coming out with them and let's give them a home and let's grow motorsports and let's include those people in our, in, in that world. And then we'll, we'll, it's for the betterment of the sport.
0: Absolutely. Well, tech force, I've had uh, many of the, the people and mostly women, uh, from tech force on this show that are doing tremendous things, especially for young people wanting to get into this industry. I think it's absolutely brilliant. So I'm glad that you met those folks because they are just passionate. Yeah. Driven hard.
1: Cindy, I think we
0: have a mutual friend in oh, Cindy. Oh, yeah. Cindy's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Cindy. She's just, she's great. She's been a guest on the show here too. What are the many ways again that people can learn about what you're doing these days, Brian?
1: That's circuitofthenorthwest.com, brotherspowersports.com.
0: There you go. I'll make sure I put links to those on show notes page and everything else that he shared today. Follow along with this. It's going to be so exciting. Keep in touch with me, Brian, so I know when the next steps are happening here. Thank you for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your many wonderful life experiences with us. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road.
1: Sounds great mark thanks for having me It was an honor
0: this's been great Hey, Cars yeah! listeners, this is Mark Green. If you love the Cars yeah! podcast, I have something new for you. I've teamed up with Keith Martin, a collector car market expert and the editor of Sports Car Market Magazine to create the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast. Buy, Sell, Hold is the essence of collecting. Together, we take you on an educational ride into the collector car market, talking with industry experts, helping you navigate your collector car journey so you know when to buy, sell, hold. We talk with seasoned experts, who buy, sell, and hold investment vehicles, and they'll share their insider secrets on how they make their buying decisions when it comes to making these important investments. You'll find the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast on the Cars yeah website, on the Sports Car Market website, and if you're a podcast app subscriber to Cars yeah, Buy, Sell, Hold will come right to your mobile device, just like the Cars yeah podcast, automatically. Join Keith Martin and me on a great new venture on the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast today.